As hilarious as that music may sound, it is not how I want to kick off my podcast. Welcome to the Michael Aldrich Comedy Podcast. It's going to be so much fun where he makes humor of himself and the many things in New York City. Oh, and by the way, this is not the voice of Bruno. What's up, guys? It's Mike Oldroyd here with the Michael Oldroyd Comedy Podcast. Appreciate you tuning in. Uh, for those of you that have been waiting for a new episode, I apologize. It's been a couple weeks. I appreciate you being able to hold your water and be patient. I respect that because patience is a virtue. Um, today, I am doing something a little bit different for podcast episode 21. What we're going to be doing here is we are going to, and I am currently doing this, live on Periscope. I don't know if you've heard of this application, but it's an app where you can broadcast to the entire world. Uh, you can actually you know, just do video footage and people can interact with you from all over. They can ask questions. So we're going to do, uh, do this episode where I am held accountable and I can't manipulate my podcast and edit and cut. Everything is live. People can hate on me. They can ask questions, they can compliment, they can do whatever the heaven they want to, uh, but I am happy to be back, um, I am going to start by saying that uh, it's a new year, 2017 is, is finally here, and, and it's actually, we're about a month in, Trump's in office now, uh, a, lot's, a lot's happened, a lot is happening, it's, I'm going to try to stay away from politics as much as I can, even though it is the elephant in the, in the room, and it is really the most relevant thing um, that's happened since we've left uh, left off here and, and really the most relevant thing that has been happening. Relevant rhymes with elephant, so let's keep it light because it is a very emotional topic. So, um, nevertheless, what's been going on in my life? What's been going on in comedy? I think that's that's always a good way to start even though it comes off extremely self-centered and egotistical, but then again, this is the Michael Oldroyd Comedy Podcast, so I can't not talk about me, if that makes sense. Um, I have been taking classes at UCB. I started this last week. Uh, improv classes, I'm probably going to take a sketch class there, somewhat inspired, or mostly inspired by my experiences at Saturday Night Live back in December. Um, excited about that. It's like going back to school in a way. They want me to buy a freaking book. There's a freaking book for the class. Come on, I thought I was done with that. I don't even read, you know? I got a freaking 17 on my ACT in reading. It sucks. My skills are not in reading. Please don't make me buy another book that I don't read and waste UCB. Um, I, even in my day job, I'm not good at reading. A lot of my job is via email, but luckily I have people that tell me everything that's important so that I can make decisions, which I'm good at, as well as uh, my, my communications. In fact, I don't know if you guys have ever taken a, a strength finder assessment, but I, I did take one through work, and it lists off your, like, your top five qualities, your top ten qualities, your top fifty qualities, or whatever, and I'll just kind of go into my top five, which I think are pretty cool. My, my number one quality, my greatest strength, I guess you could say, according to the Strengths Finder assessment, is empathy, believe it or not. And um, I'm actually excited about that. I wasn't surprised. Most people would actually think kindness is a weakness, but uh, I always have known and I always 
uh, do believe that that it's actually a huge, huge strength. Uh, caring and, and, and love and, and tenderness and all those things. You know, the soft skills, I guess you could say, in business actually, uh, I think, are, are much more powerful than than fear-based type leadership and all these things. So anyway, it's a part of who I am. I don't just do it because I know it's it's important, but it's it's a part of who I am. It's kind of, it's it's just the way heaven made thine self. So uh, my number two trait is strategic ability. So strategic thinking and the ability, the ability to think strategically. That's cool. I liked the game of chess growing up, so I feel like... Uh, um, that may have been one of the reasons I was attracted to the game. Uh, my third best characteristic uh, or greatest strength, according to the Strength Finder assessment, is something called woo, which is a woo factor. Uh, I saw that and I was like, "What in the what in the heck is that?" You know, I I know I'm part Asian, but woo, come on! I liked Shelby Woo, that show growing up on Nickelodeon. But what is woo? So woo is the ability to woo or win people over. Uh, it's the ability. Uh, to motivate and inspire uh, it's a leadership trait um, so I thought that that was really cool and um, I am doing this on Periscope Live and apparently I have not wooed anybody yet because there's one person watching at the moment out of six or seven billion people that we have on our earth and now it's zero so apparently I haven't captivated this audience <laughs> enough but you know what I don't I know that it's not about winning people over right over right off the bat, guys. It's about the long burn or the marathon, if you will. I'll give you an example. To me, um, Billy Madison, the first time that I watched Billy Madison, I was like, who in the hell is this dude? And is he going to be obnoxious this, old, this entire time? I didn't like Adam Sandler through that um, at, the, at the moment, but he really, over the course of time, I saw him through different screenshots and snapshots of the types of things he could do. And I was like, man, Sandler is awesome. He ended up becoming one of my favorite comedians of all time. What's up, uh, Coco underscore Go Shake? Yep, Billy Billy Madison is the man. I agree. Um, so you know, Sandler really grew on me. It was an acquired taste, and it's not just about you know going for the quick, uh, exciting things, right? Otherwise, I think you'll burn out fast. So I think in the end, if you if you be yourself, eventually people will learn who you are and learn to like you for who you are so nevertheless the fourth uh, characteristic was um, positivity um, so one of my greatest strengths my fourth greatest strength is positivity oh thanks yeah I got a Marilyn Monroe pick in the uh, in my in my uh, back left here and uh, you know Marilyn Monroe she had a she had a woo factor to her um, and then finally my my uh, I'm talking to somebody on Periscope there for the podcast listeners uh, anyway, my fifth greatest strength is uh, communication. So I think that's important, not only in comedy or in life or interpersonal skills, but being able to do a freaking podcast and, uh, you know, doing <laughs> Periscope Live. So communication is really important. It's important for relationships. Uh, and I think business, every everything in business is relationships. Uh, everything in comedy is communication and and a lot of it is relationships uh, I think not just on the business side of it but eventually you know having a relationship and be able to communicate with your fans uh, or the people that support you and follow you so I think a, a fan is a loose term sometimes it's just that you have a personal connection with somebody in fact I think that most of my fan base is not really a fan base it's just people that I know that really have learned to get to know me and like who I am 
Let's see here. It says Marilyn was a model for GoShake.com, a disposable protein shake. Is this is this how you get some free uh, <laughs> um, advertising? Uh, I've never heard of GoShake, but it's in your name, so I'm guessing way to get. You know what? That was really clever. Somebody just uh, said that Marilyn Monroe was a part of GoShake.com, which I've never heard of it, but they somehow manipulated me. To, into <laughs> shouting that out so you just got free advertising and I commend you for that I respect that trick you tricked me you know the joke's on me son so anyway um, life's good right now uh, I've been doing uh, I've been grinding in 2017 trying to trying to stay in shape as much as I can eat healthy but more so just focusing on work and comedy uh, and a little bit of fun here and there this last week I've been um, <laughs> hey, apology accepted for the for the low marketing budget. Trust me, I understand. I I think that that's, I think that that was a a creative way of getting in the of getting it in there. So, um, but yeah, um, it's been mostly on comedy and work, and uh, I think I talked about this, but yeah, I've been um, doing UCB. Uh, I've been getting on stage. I've been getting more regular time at the Greenwich Village Comedy Club. Been getting up at the comic strip. Uh, refining my act, focusing on the improv side of it, but also writing the jokes. Um, Colorado last weekend was fun. I went out there to snowboard with some old friends from high school. Uh, it was the snow. We got probably a foot of snow in the 72 uh, hours that we were up in Steamboat. It was amazing. Um, <laughs> hey, fool me once. Uh, shame on you, fool me twice, shame on me, right? But anyway, apparently GoShake.com does a lot of great things for comedians. And now I'm just willingly advertising for you because I like you. <laughs> uh, anyway, though, um, the snowboarding trip uh, was... I had a near-death experience on this uh, on this trip of mine, and it was really scary. It's, it's, it's interesting how when you're faced with potentially dying... Um, and you, and it's unexpected. It'll really it, it's a major gut check, and you you start quickly to think. First, the thought overcame me that okay, this actually might be my last you know couple moments. I was stuck in the snow, uh, kind of down a black diamond um, terrain with very few people. Uh, it was kind of uh, roped off as a no go zone, pretty much. You know, dangerous rocky cliffs, things like that. And I went. I couldn't help but to go toward the most dangerous part because it was so snowy that I was trying to get momentum to get away from the dangerous part. So kind of like knowingly and willingly taking one step backward to hopefully take two steps forward. And it just didn't work. I just kept taking one step backwards and then another one step backward and then another one step backward and never really getting that two steps forward type thing. And... um Nevertheless, uh, I kept taking this one step backward type deal, and finally, I had to unstrap from my snowboard, and the snow was literally up to my mid-thigh, and um, basically, I started panicking because I was starting to get exhausted from trying to just move one foot at a time. Uh, keep in mind, the, the terrain was extremely steep, and it's hard to recreate this this visual um, as 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 accurate as I possibly can for your minds but nevertheless just know that I was getting stuck 
There was snow everywhere, um, so much powder that I was afraid I was going to cause an agile avalanche when I was trying to slide down the mountain. Uh, and then I came up to what I thought was a cliff, and I just thought, this is it. You know, like, there's no way for me to get down there unless I jump off, and I don't even think I could have the momentum to, to, to jump off the mountain from, you know, the, the traction that I have here. So, you know, I naturally thought about, wow, you know, am it, if this is it, then, you know, naturally you just kind of think, are you proud of the things that you've done in life? Are you, is this a, is this where I really want to, you know, is there something I could have done different or something that I, I guess I can't really do anything different at this point in life, but you just start to think about the good and the bad that you've done. And, you know, in the end, I, uh, by heaven's grace, for goodness sakes, it wasn't my time, and I was able to slide down the mountain when I realized it wasn't a drop-off cliff, but just a super steep, powdery hill, and it was one of the biggest, biggest reliefs, and it really, it, it's like I had the opportunity to have a quick reality check, though I don't, I don't know how much I truly needed one, because I think I'm already kind of neutral, um, but nevertheless... I, uh, I'm very thankful that, uh, that, that I did not die and that, um, I had a re, the opportunity to kind of reflect back and, and, and each day I wake up and, and think about that, uh, I have at least lately where I'm like, you know what, I'm so thankful that, uh, you know, that I have the things that I do, so that's all I'll say about that. Um, but yeah, I just talked about snowboarding, um, and that trip, it was pretty awesome. Didn't get to meet any lovely ladies out there, unfortunately, because, uh, I don't think girls take girls trips to go to the mountains and go snowboarding so they can meet guys, you know, and, and that's just, you just gotta love snowboarding so much when you go that you're doing it just for the snowboarding and the bromance time, unfortunately, you know, hey, how you doing there? Um... But yeah, uh, we were at Steamboat, and uh, it was amazing. My thigh, my right thigh, is still sore pretty much. Um, it was absolutely the most intense thigh workout I think I've ever had. Unfortunately, I don't think it was completely balanced. But that's why you try to ride goofy too to mix it up, right? If you can be versatile, you can spread out the spread out the pain just a little bit. What's up, Go Shake? It looks like you're back. You're getting a lot of free advertising here, bro, or or Miss. I don't know if you're a man or a woman, but Nevertheless, uh, it's good to have you. Um, anyway, guys, uh, got some good GoPro put it GoPro footage that um, that I'm gonna try and uh, put out there on YouTube. I met this. It's funny the innocence of kids, you know. Um, I remember uh, riding up on the gondola and this one. I had my GoPro on and this kid waited till the very end of the ride to say, "Are you gonna put that GoPro footage on YouTube?" You know, he like worked his his confidence up to do it and I was like you know what I uh I I plan on it but I I don't know when when I'm gonna put it up he's like well where where's it gonna be I want to <laughs> and I felt bad like I hadn't even thought about that yet um hey um but I hadn't even thought about where I was gonna put the footage up and uh it just made me think this kid you know like I appreciate his uh kind of like his innocence and, and curiosity about life and the footage. I mean, for all for all he knows, I could have been like the worst snowboarder ever. There's no way for him to know whether or not the footage was even good. Um, 
But I appreciate the fact... I think he knew I'm good just by looking at me. You just get a vibe from people. Um, I'm no Sean White, but I do, uh, I, do, I do know how to flex down the slopes, if you know what I mean. But I appreciate you guys joining. Um, and it's hard to differentiate um, when I'm talking to the podcast listeners versus the Periscope Live listeners. So I'll try to differentiate to keep it clear. But if I say random things like, what's up? Or uh, thanks for that. You can... You can naturally deduct that I'm actually interacting with the people on Periscope Live. Um, anyway, though, let's talk a little bit about um, let's talk a little bit about dating this last week. You know, um, I I told myself I'm going to spend less time focusing on dating and you know my interest in the opposite sex uh, in 2017 because it it usually ends up being a distraction um, for me. Uh, just like go, just like GoShake.com is continuing to be a distraction <laughs> for me as I try to talk through this, and then I see something that says GoShake.com is the breakfast of champions and snowboarders. So <laughs> it's gonna completely derail me. It's gonna completely derail me from my entire podcast. But it's kind of funny because it's true, and in a way, you know, nobody gives a shit whether or not I'm a good snowboarder. You know. So they came here to laugh, so I think, if anything, it's funny. Um, but anyway, yeah, I've been trying to uh, date uh, less, if you will, unless I can, like, maybe meet a, meet a girl that I really, really like and that, you know, I could really see myself marrying or whatever. You know, I've kind of experienced the full spectrum. And uh, if you hear those noises, it's, it's, my, it's the guys that live next door. I live in a building where uh, a lot of noises take place. I live in Times Square, for goodness sake, so there's always weird noises external to my apartment that are transpiring. Um, but nevertheless, though, uh, I did go on a couple dates this week. I brought one girl to a comedy show. Um, thanks for all those likes. I appreciate that. Um, I, I brought a girl to my comedy show Thursday night when I was performing in the Greenwich Village Club, and it was actually pretty fun. You know, like, uh, it was a first date, first time meeting her. We met on Bumble. Or maybe okay, cute, but I can't even remember which one it was of the two. But you know, she's a cute girl. She's a nice girl. Uh, she seemed like she's got like, a, you know, a good vibe to her. Like she was down for whatever. You know, regarding the comedy show, she didn't want to just leave after I performed. She was down to kind of see all the performers go. And I think she legitimately had a good time. We got to have some drinks afterwards, and like, you know, I almost forgot what it was like to have. Um, you know, how do I say this? I, I did well in comedy when I was in college. And, you know, you once you start to, like, achieve some success, you can... The way girls look at you changes. And then, you know, I have not been... I have not been famous. So I moved out to L.A. and I moved to New York and, and never really, like, achieved any fame there. So I, I felt famous in a small town. Not, not famous in big towns like New York and L.A. And, like, the way she looked at me reminded me of how, what it was like in the beginning when I was starting to kind of get that, um, that awe, if you will. So it's, hopefully that's a beginning. <laughs> we'll see, you know, we'll see if, uh, if that trend continues. I'm, 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 all I can do is continue to, tr con to try and be more funny. Yep. I'm wearing a Eureka shirt. Um, Eureka rocks, baby. 
<laughs> I got star power, bro. <laughs> I appreciate that, Shake.com. <laughs> this is, we're going to become like future, when you get big, Shake.com, you're going to probably be one of my, uh, one of my sponsors <laughs> for my comedy. Um, but anyway, um, you know, we really, uh, we had a good time on that date. It was, it was fun kind of feeling like, you know, having someone look at me and like see me in that light of, you know, kind of like being enamored by the, the, the comedic thing. You know, comedians talk about that sometimes how, you know, when they get on stage, like when they get off stage, like if they do well, you know, people, people see them in that moment as like, you know, they, not the way the everyday interactions go when people don't recognize them, you know, like at a, at a, like at a store or whatever. Um, you know, like if you, if you're just like interacting in the supermarket and you just like say, Oh, what aisle is the condoms in? Right. And the person's not going to like look at you and be like, Oh man, this is a star right here. So, you know, whatever. Uh, I think you guys get it. Um, <laughs> This entire podcast is going to be me going back and forth with GoShake.com. Let's see. It said, uh, it said, oh, I missed it. Anyway. Anyway, I got to stay, I got to stay on track here. Let's see. Um, what, uh, what I want to talk about, I went on another date the next night, um, through Bumble. Bumble and OkCupid, you know, like the, the opportunities are endless, uh, in a big city like New York. Um, I don't know. I hear from girls that like, there's just the the supply and demand is not good you know like there's so many girls that are single in new york and so few guys that are single so like the supply and demand goes up which means i'm going to start charging girls just to go on a date with them i'm kidding i am kidding about that um but um it is it is uh it is interesting how that changes the dynamic of of dating in new york and all these dating apps uh, I don't know what apps you guys are using, but, you know, I have a gamut. I have an entire iPhone folder full of all of my all of my dating apps, everything from, like, Happen. I don't know if you guys have heard of Happen. Now I'm just advertising for online dating, but Happen is the one where if you cross paths with somebody, um, you can actually, like, go back if they're on Happen and like them, and if they like you, that's how you guys, like, get matched up. Um, so if you... In theory, it's like if you ever, uh, you know, see a pretty girl or if you're a girl and you see a, an attractive guy and you didn't get a chance to, uh, you know, say something in the moment because something took that opportunity away or maybe you were too nervous in the moment, ideally happen kind of helps eradicate that to where you can, can go back and, and have that moment and, and interact. Uh, it, I've never actually had that happen where I recognize somebody from it, but I live in Times Square, so there's thousands of girls always walk well, walking by my apartment outside so I just like accumulate them that way apparently happened went on Shark Tank and it failed so yeah I would say that most happened is probably like the least quality app from a brand or marketing perspective like it's in the very back of my folder but I do use it still and it has it has actually um you know, done well for me a few times, uh, as far as, you know, I got to meet some, some cool girls from it. Um, other apps, okay, Cupid, I like that because you can like put everything out there. You can say everything that you're looking for and it really narrows the search, right? So it's kind of like, uh, on Google, if you, Bumble is very, um, you know, very 
open-ended. Uh, and it's cool because the girls have to, like, initiate the first message. But you never know what the other person's looking for uh, on Bumble. On OkCupid, okay you can be very specific. And at the end of the day, it's kind of like a, a Google search, right? So if you, like, click Google shark and you just want to learn about sharks, um, then it's going to you're just gonna pull up a whole lot of options for you, right? But if you go on Google and you search shark, uh, great white shark, ages, you know, ages 18 to 19, whatever, um, with, uh, you know, with a seven inch dorsal fin, I don't know, then it's going to like, it's going to narrow that search a lot and, and it's going to be much more specific. And that's how I relate it to OkCupid. Notice that I didn't say age six to seven, because just in case people are creating an analogy in their minds, I don't want them thinking that I'm, you know, I want them to know that my my age range in examples and in life is above 18, if that makes sense. Um, I would love to make, yes, I would love to make love to a dorsal fin. That's exactly <laughs> the point that I'm making here. Um, but, uh, you know, so we've got OkCupid, we've got Bumble, we've got Happen. They had Thrinder for a while that got, um, they got bought out, but Thrinder was actually a threesome app, which is kind of crazy, and like all the different scenarios or options of that happening is uh, is definitely unique. I forget what they changed the name to when they got bought out, but they had all kinds of crazy stuff. They had like Spooner at one point, so like if people wanted to get on the application just to Spoon, then that's an application for it, right? If someone just needed a spoon session, but it, and like an asexual spooning session, they would go on Spooner. And obviously you might think to yourself immediately, like any guy that gets on Spooner, um, you know, is probably trying to take advantage of that situation and make it more than spooning. But the cool thing about that app is that you get reviews, right? So it's kind of like Airbnb where you're held accountable um, it is Cuddler. Um, someone just commented on this. Uh, and uh, Spooner was bought out or changed names to Cuddler, actually. So anyway, uh, if a guy, like, tried to hook up with a girl and, like, you know, got aroused or whatever and, like, started making moves, he would get a bad review. So, like, the more reviews you get and the more positive reviews you get, just like on Airbnb, you know, the greater chance you have of being what you say you are if that makes sense uh <laughs> spooner got forked by that acquisition <laughs> yeah i'm just gonna talk about stuff and then and then the people that are on uh on uh periscope are gonna write my punchlines for me i appreciate that uh speaking of that they asked me if i could do some impersonations yes i do a gamut of impersonations um you know i actually did a periscope live uh with, you know, just doing every celebrity impression that I could think of. But I can do, like, tons of different races. I can do tons of different, um, you know, celebrities in general. If you guys want any in particular, just, uh, uh, you know, just throw them out. Just throw out a name and I'll do an impression for you. Uh, if I can do it. Some I'm going to have to play the fifth on. But, yes, the punchlines have been brought to me by GoShake.com, guys. Um, so... <laughs> So, um, anyway, uh, someone said that they wanted me to, like, uh, read some, 
some conversations that I've had on Bumble and OkCupid. Okay they think that that would be entertaining, so I'll have to do that uh, another time. Um, um, Christopher Walken. Man, that's a that's one that most people can do, but I've never really gotten the hang of Christopher Walken, but it's something like, you know, I need more cowbell, and I put my pants on one leg at a time, and then I make gold records. You know, something like that. I wouldn't say Christopher Walken is my best, but um, if you guys ever seen the movie Prophecy or those prophecy movies with Christopher Walken, he played like he played this very um, scary <laughs> Angel Gabriel figure, which uh, which I recommend at least watching if you want a good uh, entertaining thing. Denzel Washington. Um, call from Jimmy. It looks like I'm getting a call. I'm gonna have to decline that. Um, Denzel Washington, let's see here. Um, my man, you know, something like, uh, uh, from, from that movie, uh, ah, shit, I can't do Denzel Washington, man, keep going. Um, I'll, I'll keep an eye out for the impersonations and I'll, I'll, I'll do them in between my, my material here that I wanted to talk about. So the Super Bowl is next weekend. This is a new transition point. I'm excited about the Super Bowl. Uh, it's, it's next Sunday night. One of my college football buddies is actually, it's his first trip to the Super Bowl. One of my old teammates, Sean Witherspoon, uh, he's actually injured at the moment, but he's on the Falcons and, uh, you know, he's definitely, um, you know, one of my fa personal favorites, he's, uh, you know, he's just, he's, he has no inhibitions in life. Uh, you know, just he's loud, he's hilarious. I, I, I wouldn't even describe him, I would not describe him as obnoxious, even though he's so loud and animated. Uh, if you ever watched him on Mic'd Up and things like that, it's just, that's who he always was in college. He used to uh, hit me very hard on the football field, but I, I will take some credit for his for his success because uh, every day in practice he had to go against me and I had to make him a, a better athlete. I was a wide receiver. Um, but nevertheless, it'll be fun to watch uh, the Falcons uh, duke it out with the uh, America's uh, Patriots. And uh, apparently the Falcons will win because they are fueled by GoShake.com. <laughs> Disposable shaker cups. <laughs> the Dirty Birds. All right. Yep. I... Uh, I do think it'll be fun to to see how the Falcons do. Um, you know, I think it will be fun to um, you know see if they can they can duke it out with the team that has has consistently been successful and kind of elite status for the last ten years. I mean, for a while I was it felt like the Patriots were kind of like the team of the decade, but now it's it's really kind of bleeding over to to even. They're spanning beyond a decade, and most, most most organizations can't keep it up for that long. Um, I don't know. I, I have a feeling the Falcons will take it, but you know, it, it, the, the fun thing about sports and, and football is you, you never really know who is going to win until they play. Uh, so that's that thought. Um, I can't do this all day long because I do have a date <laughs> coming up. We're going to go to sushi. What's my problem? I don't know why I keep going on dates. It's it's like an addiction. I think I'm a serial dater, you know? 
Um, but let's see here. If the Cubs win the World Series and Trump can win presidents, then the Falcons can win the Super Bowl. Yes, I do agree with that. Um, stranger things have happened than the Falcons winning the Super Bowl, and I definitely agree that both of those things you just brought up there, GoShake.com, are valid facts. Um, <laughs> um <clears throat> So yeah, what do you guys want to talk about? Do you have any uh, impressions, suggestions? Oh, you know what? I've um, I've watched uh, this new series on uh, on uh, HBO lately called The Young Pope. Have you guys heard of this? Uh, it's I'm four episodes in right now, and that's all they've released. It's uh, Jude Law. Um, Jude Law is playing the young pope, and it's. It's intriguing to me, you know, you can't really tell if he's a bad or a good pope, he's definitely revolutionary, you, you're hoping that he's good, you're kind of afraid that he might be bad, I mean, honestly, like, <laughs> he seems a lot like Donald Trump in a way, uh, in that in that way that you're like, everyone is afraid of him, but you're kind of just like hoping that somehow this is divine intervention, right, so, uh, Kid Rock from Joe Dirt, uh, I haven't seen that, I have not seen Kid Rock, but I can, uh, I'll just do one, you know, like, Kid Rock deal. Um, he's like, uh, My name is Kid! You know, something like that. Um, um, so, oh, thanks for the likes there. I appreciate it. <laughs> I appreciate it. Um, I don't have too much of an agenda. Just like I said, though, you know, um, you can find me on iTunes. It's Michael Oldroyd Comedy Podcast. Michael O L D R O Y D. Um, and then this is episode 21. If you want to search for it, uh, I think that the last five or six episodes have not been the worst. Um, I do. Um, I do think that. Um, you know, it's worth a listen. Uh, I, I perform at the Greenwich Village Comedy Club on Thursday nights down in Lower Manhattan. You can find me on stage at the Comic Strip uh, on Wednesdays and Fridays. Uh, hit me up on Twitter to find out. We can interact and collaborate. It's the droid, T-H-E-D-R-O-Y-D. Y as in yes, um, not I, like Verizon, because Verizon sucks. And... Um, <laughs> The reason they suck is it has nothing to do with their cell phone service. It has to do with the fact that uh, they spell the droid. They they tried to steal my nickname. I'm glad they spell it wrong, though. Um, but yes, uh, Greenwich Village Comedy Club uh, is brought to you by GoShake.com. <laughs> and uh, I appreciate everyone for joining. Uh, go check out the Young Pope. Joe, uh, go Falcons in the Super Bowl. Cheer on my boy, Sean Witherspoon. Get on Bumble, okay, Cupid, if you want. Um, and tear it up, guys. Uh, thanks for listening, and um, have a great Sunday. Have a great Sabbath. And remember, Greenwich Village Comedy Club, brought to you by uh, GoShake.com. <laughs> Peace. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening. By the way, am I the only one who's horny? <laughs> <laughs>